season nine, episode two of the Whales Are Whales pod cast. Cast. I am temporarily your host, Stephen, faking enthusiastic energy for all you fives of listeners out there. Oh no, it's really gone to his. It's really gone to his head. Oh no. <laughs> wow, Cameron, thanks for joining me today. I never fake any emotions ever. I always feel angry. Yep. <laughs> Cameron's an open book. Yeah. Uh, hello, Benjamin. Welcome hello. to the show. Hello, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be Thank here. Thank you so much for <laughs> allowing me to have you on the show. Um, and, and may I just say, what a wonderful yes. show it is. I've, I've been a huge fan of this show for a long time, and to get the opportunity to get on it and speak to you in this time uh, is just a dream come true. So thank you so much yes, for that. Thank you so much, Ben. I do need to now say, for um, clarity's sake, that this intro was not written by an AI. (laughs) That's important to mention at this point, guys. I have lots of AI stories that I would love to tell you today if you would like to hear them. Oh boy, I don't know if I'm I'm up for AI AI chat or new segment by Cameron, but I would also like to mention Brian is not here today, unfortunately. So we're all going to pretend that we like him even more than usual. He fell (laughs) into a volcano, I heard. Like just immediately just up in flames. Fell into a volcano or was thrown into a volcano because those are two very different stories. Hey, where were you at the day of of him falling into a volcano there, Steve? I was throwing him into the volcano. Oh, you just admit it then. All right, that's, that's, that's usable in court right there. All right, well, this episode of the podcast does have a purpose, or so we're telling ourselves. We are going to do our traditional annual look back thingy. I think that's what we call it, mm-hmm. where we look back at the past year and just kind of talk about it. Hit up some of our highlights based on some shared categories that we have. Now, you may be wondering why we're recording this in February instead of January. And mm. so am I. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Stephen. Hey, Stephen. Yes. How come we're recording this in February and not January? I genuinely don't know, remember, or care. care. <laughs> but... <laughs> I think the actual reason is... I asked everybody if they wanted to do it last month, and everyone went, no. And I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, were we, we were, all just like low energy, and we hadn't you had all, time to think of it? Is, is, I is think that what you, happened? you wanted a, a month to process the last year. Yes. I right, think specifically two, I think mm-hmm. I think specifically you two were both like, yeah. I need to finish soaking in last year before I can talk about oh, it. Oh, I, I, like, right, I didn't do fine. any soaking in between last oh, month no, and this month. Oh, no. What did month, we so. delay for? This podcast is in shambles. I, don't worry. I did, I did soaking enough for the both of us. Thank okay, you. Okay, good. I really so, appreciate that. I, I'll, I'll be leaning on you for my answers. Thank you, Stephen. Okay, yeah, Ben. If you're ever <laughs> uncertain about what you did in 2022, I'll make something up. That I actually, I genuinely, I, I might actually ping you for a couple of these and just let you know, let you improv some of this. <laughs> okay, well, I'm actually feeling pretty relaxed as the host because nice. Um, like the rules of this segment have just degraded to a point over the years that there really aren't any. So um, maybe do you guys like want to, I'll, I'll just, I'll just ask you guys what you want to do. Do you want to have like kind of an overview of how we feel about the last year or just start talking about stuff? I think it'd uh, yeah. be cool to do uh, yeah. just kind of a general overview. And then before we actually go into the list, read it all off. So people know what's coming. <laughs> good idea sure maybe i'm fine mm. with this and i, I also don't have an answer for <laughs> i don't have an answer for every one of these message uh topics by the way um oh sure so oh, sure well, we can... and we don't we don't need to talk about all of them or answer all of them so that's no problem right because um, i refuse to answer my favorite video game because that happened last episode <laughs> yeah yeah we don't really need to talk <laughs> oh yeah about we i did can talk, talk about, about neon white games. again i could 
I mean, mm-hmm. I will. I'm gonna. <laughs> well, Cameron, why don't you start us off then? How was your 2022? Oh, yeah, 2022. You, you, you nailed it, bro. Um, it was a. It was an interesting year. It was an interesting year overall. I think. Um, 2020. Frick. 2021 was the start of kind of like a new leaf for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Animal Crossing video game, it was very much <laughs> a mm-hmm. a new environment, a new job, a new car, a new house, a new almost literally everything. Um, yeah, and that and that happened in halfway through 2021. So I spent six months kind of just floundering and doing not knowing what I was doing um, mm-hmm. with this new stuff. And 2022 ended up being the year where I sort of settled. I sort of like I'm not even going to pretend to believe that I. Uh, like accomplished tons of goals and and became a better person and and yeah, was, was healthier. Yeah, no, none of that, none of that garbage. But I, I figure I, I fell into a groove that is a decent enough groove. Um, mm-hmm. about halfway through the year again, so about a year in my new job, I realized that I was pretty confident in most things. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was happy with my house. I was happy with my friends. I was happy with um my my i don't know just like like housekeeping and 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 how my new car was nice and like and mm-hmm. that everything felt decent and i've kind of ridden that wave all the way till now essentially um there's still a lot of improvement to be made in general i still have lots of health problems like a lot i've mm-hmm. had four root canals in the past year guys um wow yeah it's been real fun um so that that but i but the thing is i I had four root canals last year, but that means I did four things to improve my body last year. Right, I needed yes. to have You're root canals. The work in. <laughs> yes, and um, it, that's le- that's bleeding into this year as well because I'm I'm I've got a lot of doctor's appointments set up for my throat issue, which is actually got mm-hmm. some interesting changes happening, and a lot of solutions are actually sort of appearing now, which is cool. Um, and yeah, so. Uh, I think I described 2020 as the year that something had to change or I would implode. 2021 was the year that something did change. And 2022 was the year that I am now just riding a decent mm-hmm. wave the whole Kinda time. Kind of settled a little bit. Yeah. That. Yeah. Settled. As, I feel like it. I think you know, for the first time, 2022 was the year I felt like I actually was an adult and I was able to survive and function <laughs> like a human being should do. And that's pretty and, cool. And not to throw in like a sense of existentialism to this but i am genuinely mm-hmm. curious do, how do you feel that you're like you're talking about hitting like some kind of plateau how are you feeling contentment wise that's an interesting question because i was just talking with a friend about this and she told me that she's never content and that she always wants more and that she is like working towards this goal that's gonna kill her she's like i want a three million dollar house and i'm like what are you, huh? I don't, ha- I, listen, I have goals. I have lifelong goals, but I have no desire to hit them right now. I am very happy. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually exceedingly happy in almost every way where I'm at currently. Um, I would like to sleep better. I would like my throat to stop hurting. I would like to learn a little bit more for my job. I would like to continue collecting Pokemon cards until I have a full collection. You know, like a whole bunch of small things. But there's mm-hmm. there's nothing on the horizon that's nagging at me that I need to do better. And therefore, my contentment is decent right now. Um, it's 
it's almost a, it's almost a weird feeling because there always used to be that longing of like, oh my god, next week it'll, it has to be better next week or it has to be better next month or it has mm-hmm. to be better next year. And that's not really there right now. I'm just and I'm just fine. I'm just I'm just doing okay in general. Things could be way better, but things could be way worse and I'm happy with that happy medium. It's never been I like love, that before in my life. So <laughs> yeah, I love hearing that. Um, the reason, part of the reason I bring it up, and this is, it, we're happy. I'm happy to not have this conversation because it might just be a full derailment. But like, have you guys heard of the concept of the hedonic treadmill? No, I know what a I treadmill so. is. Uh, yeah, perfect. You're it's the other you're... part that's throwing. Them. <laughs> yeah, you're halfway there. So I, I googled it because the there's a the, the latter half of this is what I want to just briefly touch on. The hedonic treadmill is a metaphor that. Uh, for the human tendency to pursue one pleasure right after another. And that's Mm -hmm. because the surge of happiness that's felt after one large positive, and it's also found, it's been found that uh, inversely that uh, one large negative is likely returned to a uh, steady personal baseline over time. Um, Give me a second, I need to cough. (coughs) Super professional. Thank you. But basically, it's, it's the human, it's the human, it's the basic human, part of the human condition that says, um, how content we are is not directly effective, like beyond the baseline of making sure that like you're taken care of, have like food, shelter, right? Beyond that, your contentment level is some kind of internal thing because it's been shown that large, like really large changes in quote unquote quality of life. So like people who like win the lottery or get a massive, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. massive promotion or whatever, or even like negatives, like losing a family member or being forced to move or whatever. Um, you generally very, like within, within six weeks, it's generally less than that. will return to whatever level of happiness hmm. slash contentment you were at before. Right. Yeah. Um, and so like, you're talking about your friend, Cameron, like, that's like she probably will like the uh the the whole trope of the sad millionaire uh is like it it's too prevalent to ignore right like there must be something like stuff doesn't make us happy achieving goals like there is a high from it and like we do like i'm so sorry i'm i realize i'm just going off on a diatribe about this well here Uh, let me i can bring it back in i can bring it back in i have my friend has that feeling really bad right now and i can tell because she got this she landed this amazing job and now she's trying she's like a freaking bodybuilder and she's trying to do a lot all at once to continue to be better at everything and have that high over and over and over again i am interesting because i've i have this i have a very weird kind of addictive personality where it's not actually real addiction in terms of like chasing the dopamine rush. My body will get addicted or my body, my mind will get addicted to something for like a week or two. And then it's just completely over it. It's just drop it. Like it's high. I'm over it. I'm done. I don't care. And so when I got this new job and the new house and the new car and this new life where everything is so much better, I, yeah, I was for, for it maybe took a little longer, but I was very, very, like ecstatic and tons of dopamine about how good everything was. And then my brain was just like, cool, now we're leveled off and we're just going to chill right where we are because I'm just, mm. I don't have that, that, that addictive of addicted to the drive and the, and the next big thing for most things. Like, I, like I could probably say that like some technology stuff, I could probably go over and over and get the new thing over and over again and better and better and better. But when it comes to life stuff, I, I, have found that I can be very content. Even when I was miserable, I ended up becoming pretty content. It was a bad contentment. I w- it was an unhealthy con- well, contentment. There, it, but... Yeah, there's a difference between contentment and complacency. 
Right, but in my brain was content, even though it was technically complacency and I was miserable. My brain tricked myself into believing I was fine, mm. um, and so that's where I'm at now. I, yes, things could be way better. I could be, I could have even more money. I could be doing better at my job. My friend even asked me, "Are you not looking for raises in your job, like to move up in the ladder?" And I was like, "I don't, no, who cares? I, I'm making enough money to do exactly what I want to do, kind of whenever I want to do it. The job is easy, and I'm neat." Like, why would I want to change that? And I don't. And that's been, I felt like that, I felt that for about eight months now, nine months. So like, I don't see that changing. And that means the contentment is plateaued and it's just chilling, right? (laughs) Yeah. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like we, like our society, like as a society, we push productivity over anything else. And it's like, we're, we're meant to like, downtime is only valuable if it's specifically recharge time so that you can get back to work like get back to work like back to Mm -hmm. work and working is understood as the default baseline anyway i just wanted to bring this up i've been thinking about this a lot i apologize for totally derailing this is perfect (laughs) because now how is your 2022 how was your contentment level in this past Mm -hmm. year been Oh man. Um, so this is the year that like, so 2022 was the year like that I, uh, was officially like Danny and I's relationship was done. We got like officially divorced and I moved Mm -hmm. and like have started building a brand new life. And it is, oh man, it is, it has been ups and downs. It's crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I, not to go into like, I don't know that I have many details to go into. So, so sure. Yeah. The, the trauma of losing all of that, 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 that happened on, That'll be uh, it was February 20th of 2022 was like when that all started. And up until I moved in uh, mid to end of July, I was genuinely in survival mode. I uh, didn't have Internet Mm. at my house. So like I didn't I wasn't able to reach out to like my online friends Um, and I was being extremely reclusive. And it was genuinely every single day was like just survive. It's like put Mm -hmm. one foot in front of the other. And so I did the thing I knew to do best. I got three jobs and I worked. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like I survived uh, and like I am I am literally just now starting to go to therapy and like deal with some of the pain and trauma from all of that. Um, So the first half of last year is genuinely a black hole. Like, I don't know that I'm ever going to remember. Like, all all I did was work three jobs and get out of debt. So, like, I left Lynchburg unmarried and out of debt. And that's what I had to that's what I had to speak for for all of my early 20s. Like, that was that was my ending point. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the last six months have been like like really cool moments of like healing and growth and stepping forward and figuring out like both what does life look like moving forward how do my how does my future and the desires for that change and like what kind of person am i gonna be like as weird of a question as that is it's mm-hmm. genuinely re like no, I i've been it. genuinely reevaluating like who I so get is, it. yeah who is me um and so like instead of doing uh what is it whenever like resolutions like mm-hmm. revol- whenever you're like hey new year new me instead of doing mm-hmm. that i've just been uh i i like i saw this video online about setting a theme for the year and so anything that falls within that theme mm-hmm. is valid um so this is for like so that. 2023 uh is just year of healing so like mm-hmm. yep. i i'm taking like intentional steps to try to heal from uh pain trauma and you know poor decisions i may have made and yeah, so like it, it, that's kind of like the overarch. I don't know exactly how I feel or where I'm at now, um, but you know, and I don't think you need to. You know, that's yeah. that's a that's a year of of such. You said black hole, 
And I was like, oh my God, that's such a good description. Because I mean, I can't pretend to know exactly what you went through with a marriage, but I had that same six month period after a major relationship breakup of the same sort of feeling of just like, cool, this, I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to just to keep, to not drown literally in my own pile of tears. Yeah. Um, so I can, I, I get it and I get it. And and then, then you're kind of left afterwards wondering what the hell even am I? Where am I and what am I? So yeah. the fact that you are already acknowledging that and you're working towards the resolution it, and, and a healing is awesome. I think it's way easier to say, to like, uh, critically talk about it and to critically speak about it as that like this is what happened this is where I am at than to actually do any of the work associated with it <laughs> like genuinely yeah. it is so much easier to be like yeah I went through this this happened to me and then uh, who the fuck knows where we're going moving forward I apologize for the curse sorry <laughs> <laughs> well you're editing so uh, <laughs> oh, okay cool <laughs> so- sounds like a plan yep no that's that's really cool and I, I, I hope that's an interesting thing we should maybe even say what our 2023s might look like that we're hoping for because that's a really good goal is healing uh the year of of healing is exactly what i had to go through and funnily enough steven when i visited you guys for christmas that was the start of my healing year um so i ben i 100 understand start (laughs) yeah being with friends at at an interesting like i had never spent christmas with another person outside Mm -hmm. of my family before Mm -hmm. like it was just it was a very good start to the year of the worst year, the end of the worst year of my life. <laughs> that, that reminds me of the classic quote from the Disembodied Voices Christmas special, where I think you say something akin to, all we really want is a good old fashioned family Christmas with the four of us instead of our actual families. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, yep. really, that's really sweet. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who wrote that. That's a good line. No, um, no, that that's really cool, Cameron. Uh, and I, I like the idea of the theme, especially it being about healing, because then it also, at least in my head, it allows you to put down some of the baggage and expectations of having to do everything right and all of the aspects mm-hmm. of life you could or should be delving into. Instead of just being like, the only thing I really need to do this year is hone in on healing everything in my life how can it relate to that one thing and i don't have to worry about everything else yeah, right it, it kind of gives really, you a, something yeah. to focus on it absolutely pulls the pressure out and also like on days that it's just overwhelming i can just be like all right well like this is part of the healing like i can chalk this whole day and whole whatever amount of exactly. struggle i'm having to like this is like i'm feeling my feelings i'm being intentional with it i'm not just i'm not in survival mode anymore i'm now like taking taking steps to be like all right let's process this and so if i lose a day to just like being sad i can chalk that up to as like okay i was sad and i was intentional with it it has inherent value to it yeah nothing was lost yeah and i like it took me a while to settle on that theme because i was like maybe this is the year of like strength or maybe it's the year of like right and like there were so many other themes and I was like, I think I just need, like, I think I'm starting further down. Like, I think I need to start at the starting line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's, that's very me. wise. Uh, what about you, Steven? How was, uh, how was 2022 for you? 2022. Uh, well, I think mine was a little closer to, to your year, Cameron. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I really hit my stride in 2022. Um, 2021 was, was a pretty uh, bumpy ride. Yeah. And I mean, really, so is 2022, let's be honest. But in this one, I feel like I started to, I guess I started to find my own group. Some of the things that were not working from the past year kind of burned down. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and <laughs> other things that I had been, I guess, trying to get started uh, 
started to come more naturally. So uh, it was a year where I didn't have a lot of big life change. Uh, like I kind of looked back through the year and I'm like, oh, nothing really crazy happened to me in 2022. But the things I was working on started to flourish. Like uh, I feel like I finally got out from under my job where in 2021 I was just running like crazy trying to keep up with it. Mm -hmm. In 2022 it leveled out. Um, and, uh, even just like things like, uh, video games, like I was totally off in 2021. I just, just hitting so many total misses and just not really connecting with anything. 2022, I really found stuff that I liked and enjoyed and got back into game design. Uh, and did, wait, did you make your game and dreams last year? Was that last year? That was 2021. Oh, um, okay. that was like the end of 2021. Oh, but you made the of... other amazing game that made me cry last year. That's yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, last year was the one where I made you cry. Yeah, exactly. Which is uh, the highlight that's pretty, of my year. Uh, yeah, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, creatively, 2022 was off the charts for me. I don't know if I've ever made this much stuff in my life, which is in one year ridiculous. Actually. Which saying which is a lot coming from me. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my thing. So yeah, that's amazing. Um, lots and lots of stuff in 2022 and most of it was really good so i think it was a pretty good year for me overall good that's awesome like what would you rank it in in like the past 10 years one of the highest uh, years it's, or it's probably up there in like the top just for me personally uh maybe top three or four years okay that's good that's awesome yeah we and love, i know we love that one of your creative projects last year was threescapes which was really fun Right. Um, yes the the tabletop game. yeah are you guys gonna uh, pick that back up actually i meant to ask you oh about yeah that. oh yeah uh well actually we can talk about that it's in one of my categories here. oh okay well, but, we'll do that then uh yeah let's get into categories then um well should we just start from the top or do you guys want to pick like your favorites that you want to talk about first um I don't have a preference I, one way or the other. I don't care. You're the host. Make us do things. I've also okay, I've also got case. a big red button that I can push when I don't have an answer that is uh, yell at Steven and tell him to answer it for me. Yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for that. Okay, then, I don't know. Let's just start from the top and just see how it goes. Here's a softball, and Cameron, we'll throw it back to you. Uh, did you have, like, a favorite movie or show? Oh, wait. We're, I was supposed to read them all off, so we know it's coming. Uh, okay. The first one is movie or show or really any kind of, like, media that you consume purely with your eyeballs um then there's a video game mm -hmm. then we could talk about one of our favorite surprises of the year uh then there's music mm. there's gift received and gift given mm -hmm. uh there's life change mm -hmm. there's learning experience that's where we drop the moral of the story mm -hmm. and a a special um late edition oh. by me Shoot. Just for me, because I have to have this, it's favorite creative project. <laughs> so, oh. Did I do anything um, creative last year? I don't know. You don't have to answer that one. It's just for me. I know what. I have one. <laughs> oh, good. And uh, you'll like it, too, because I think you know what it is. Um, right. Okay, so we're starting with movie TV show? Movie show. Cameron, go. Freaking, freaking Andor, dude. Me, too. <laughs> what the heck really? with that show? Yes. Okay. Disney is a, is a big pile of garbage, crappy, stupid, awful garbage. Nothing they make is any good. Well, there Some, goes the sponsorship. Somehow, out of the midst of pure mediocrity and drivel and just tr trash, came Andor. One of the best TV shows I've ever seen in my life. Um, 
it bucked every single trend. It bucked every single Star Wars, you know, trend and like Marvel trend and Disney trend. It's, it doesn't feel like any of those things. It feels like an honest to goodness, incredibly well told, well acted, well scored. The music is so good. TV show that mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. immediately fell in love with and literally could not get enough of. And I am now incredibly frightened that it's not going to be as good next season because that's how these this goes and like one of my worst fears is it being terrible so i'm actually kind of considering not watching it (laughs) (laughs) it's better to have love and lost exactly cameron Uh, well i just don't want to be burned like game of thrones again man come on well they're only doing two seasons so it can't get yeah until it makes a billion dollars and they make seven more seasons and three (laughs) spinoffs and blah 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 Mm -hmm. well you know i don't think i've heard any opinion of yours on andor until this very moment Mm. and i'm not at all surprised i i had a feeling you would like this show Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i love suspense anyways like suspense has always been sort of my favorite genre of thing i don't like horror i like suspense i I mean i like horror but i I love suspense and this was just a sci-fi a suspenseful sci-fi romp and that's wow that's Mm -hmm. like that's like describes something that i like to a t plus the music was so good oh my god the music was so good Music is awesome. Yes. Uh, and it, like everything else in the show, of course, m- coming from my perspective as, uh, you know, the biggest Star Wars fan in the county, um, just so un-Star Warsian. Yep. It's, it will just, just knock your socks clean off. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's so not Star Wars. No. It's all, it, in fact, I actually had some trouble in the first episode or two because I kept laughing because it's so not Star Wars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> like, it, it almost feels like it's trying too hard to not be Star Wars. The more like, that's this doesn't happen. And you can't say bad words in Star Wars. What are you doing? <laughs> but um, uh, and then I started just kind of, I got over it at some point. And good. it's just I'm too glad. good. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and then as it goes on, oh, they're so clever. I knew they were going to do this. It slowly gets more Star Wars. <laughs> Very slowly. Which is nice, so, actually. I like that. Yeah, like by the time you're in episode six or seven or whatever, there's just a full-on, like, you know, escape scene in space with a Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the more creative ones that I've seen in mm-hmm. all of Star Wars. Really cool how they did that. Uh it's you, a it's a great show. Do you? I imme- It's the best Star Wars thing. I mean, that's my opinion, but I think it's there's nothing better Star Wars than that show. It Sorry. is the highest quality and irrefutably the best acted Star Wars thing that has ever existed. Um, it doesn't capture like the heart of Star Wars of like why Star Wars is important to me. So it's not my favorite. But sure, sure. I mean, I, I don't have that love of Star Wars like you do. And so yeah. like yeah, everyone says, if you're a quality adult media program, <laughs> then yes, it's the best. Right. Totally. Yep. Ben, have you seen this, this, this show? I have Lando? not. No, I also like, I'm just not a Star Wars fan. Like I, you don't like, have I, to be I, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I, yeah, I, I, hadn't heard much about it like i think that was part of uh like i just didn't have internet for half of last year and so i missed all of like online conversations about anything that was happening so like Mm -hmm. this is the first time really hearing anyone gush about it at all so i'll add it to my list i yeah yeah, you really really i mean trust me i'm not a star wars fan um you do not have to be a star wars person to like this show it's just amazingly good by itself which is i'm I'm here for it 
But did you watch any shows that you liked or more movies? I suppose I did. Uh, so I actually I watched all of Community, which like I would not oh. put in my top favorite, huh. but like I really enjoyed it. it. Was a it was good. Um, it was really yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, but the one that actually really comes up is um, I watched all of BoJack Horseman, which oh, do you guys yeah. know anything about that show? I know a, that everybody really loves it. Yeah, it's very well. It's a it's, it's, it's also, a really good show about depression right yeah so it's depression life spiraling out of control and it is dark it does not end positively like the whole show is just like you're watching this guy who like experienced an amount of stardom early and then has just fallen off and has become a drunk and all of the crap that his life goes to and all of the relationship he relationships and lives he tears apart and it is it is heavy, but also like such a good watch. I, maybe I found it cathartic, but it was wonderful. Well, yeah. It, did it, it? Did it help? Um, I, I did don't it help think it you helped, get through the year. Like it, it definitely like the fact that they were able to put that into art, and especially because I, I avoid art that makes me makes me feel bad, whether it's music yes. or movies. Like I avoid it like the plague, and so the fact that I was able to like watch something and be like, oh, okay, so somebody was able to turn this into an art form that could be consumed, and like enough of these facts about both like the human slash horse condition were <laughs> were uh, just like on full display and it's like okay so like these are not i'm not necessarily alone in feeling this like this is something that other people can relate mm-hmm. to it, whether or not the specifics around it are the same but like regret and like feeling like you've hurt people and like dealing with mm-hmm. like all of that was really cool and like i don't know if it was helpful it left me feeling horribly empty at the end but like Ooh. in a good way like in like a way that made me like look back and be like okay let me confront some of this <laughs> well no i think that's exactly right then that's what you got you got exactly what you needed to get out of it um yeah which is good and, and so I, yeah and, good. I, and i think that even if i hadn't uh if it hadn't been this year i still would have recommended it highly like it, it's a very good show if anyone is uh wants to put in and watch some you know adult animation mm-hmm. there's a lot yeah, of there's I, a lot of very interesting cartoons quote-unquote coming out recently that tackle some pretty interesting subjects so yeah. i did hear that one was one of the really good ones but yeah and that that, that was my I'll answer just <laughs> add on add on just here at the end that i'm i am also very like sensitive to media that i watch i am very kind of i choose it carefully because i want it to be something that's going to i basically see it as like the same thing as a diet right like what you mm. eat or what you consume is going to change you as a person so I, I'm the same way where it's like, even if it is going to be something that's dark or unpleasant or disturbing, I kind of need to think, why am I watching this? Or why am I listening to this? And what is it doing to me? And there are those cases where it's like, yeah, this is hard to consume, but it's giving me empathy or it's giving yeah. me something that I, it's teaching me something about myself and it's worth going through. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I will say I can give you guys a little bit of a spoiler on what my 2022 TV show will probably be. Or 2023 TV show will probably be. Okay. It's probably going to be The Last of Us. Just going to tell you guys right now. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's good to know. I've only heard good things. Here's the deal. You should watch it. You're claiming that early enough in the year that I'm going to be really interested to hear if you see anything else that is more meaningful to you throughout the rest of the year. Mm Because we've got got 10 months. Or I guess 11. This one just started. Yeah, it's going to be tough because the show is real good. Um, That's great. So, yeah, we can move on, though. Well, we're also going to move on from video games. We covered that extensively last time. So let's talk about surprises. Ah! Uh, Did that surprise you, Cameron? Mm, Yes. 
Good. Oh. So Cameron, Hi. what was the su- surprise from 2022? Yeah, so I have a hard time remembering I had a hard time remembering anything really that I could put, speak for this. And I kind of realized I was thinking mm-hmm. about surprise in the wrong way. It was like like oh my god, wow, how could how could this happen? It was something that happened not like suddenly and it was surprising, but like as I as the days and months went on, I realized I was surprised that this thing is continuing to happen and that was my old friend coming back into my life ah um a friend from third grade who i've been friends with this whole time but she's always lived elsewhere has has been living in this area in my area for about four four months now and it's been awesome um because she is incredibly extroverted and she makes me do things um (laughs) (laughs) and but she's also very good about like She'll go, you want to go do this thing? I'll be like, nah. She'll be like, come on. I'll be like, nah. She'll be like, all right, have a good night. See you later. Perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the kind of friend we need. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so she has, uh, she's been a blessing in my life. It's been very, very cool. Not only just because she's a good person, but it's just been fun to be able to go out and do stuff. And also my cousin has been living in, in, uh, in Oregon since mm-hmm. June of last year. So having him, who is... I swear we're literally clones. It, he's just a 10 year younger than me clone. It's crazy. Um, he has more hours in destiny than I do. If you can believe that. Um, it, having Unhealthy. him around for the video games and for the nerdy stuff and to do raids together. And then having my, fr- my, my older friend, uh, the extrovert pull me out to go skating and, and go camping and do weird things. It's been a very interesting, um, it's been very cool to have those two pulling forces and, and it's been fun to just have IRL friends because yeah. all my best friends are freaking on the internet. And as much as I love all my best friends to death, there is something to be said about an IRL relationship that is not quite the same. Mm-hmm. However, answer. I wish great. I could have all my IRL friends, including you three, because Brian's in this call, Brian. <laughs> uh, living within my grasp, because that would be the bad, that would be ideal. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I, I, I struggle with that a lot, but... Uh, can I interject just a really fun anecdote really quick? Sure, yes, you course. can. Um, you were talking about having an extrovert pull you out of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had to learn, like, as an extrovert, to be really gentle with my introvert friends, like, <laughs> invite them and then do not guilt them if they don't want to come, that type of thing. But yes. um, one of my partners recently, last week I was having, a, like, a bad three days in a row, and she was like, hey, I think you need to get out of the house. I think we should go somewhere. And it was, like, 8 p.m. at night. Like, it might have been later than that. Um, and she was like, there's a comedy show happening downtown. I think we should go. And I was like, I, it's late. Uh, and she made the joke that she had seen a TikTok about, Hey, introverts, make sure to walk your extrovert. They really need that (laughs) exercise. (laughs) Um, and Uh it ended up being like the best, easiest turnaround for my mental health uh, in that time. And I just, (laughs) I just thought it was funny because it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's reciprocated. Like I appreciate when my introvert friends are like, ah, you need to get out of the house. Uh, and I know that you need that, so go. <laughs> yeah, they need that, so you probably need that too, I guess, is right. the, if two in- extroverts are talking to each other, yeah. And uh, thank you, by the way, for being nice to introverts. Um, definitely give them a push, but do not shove, essentially. Oh, absolutely. Yes. It's like encouragement rather than guilt, right? Yes, like, that's 100%. <laughs> yep. Uh, and like, honestly, hey. there's, there's a few times where it's like, uh, Cameron, come do this thing. Oh, I really don't want to. Cameron? I'm serious. You need to do this thing. And I'll be like, Cameron, if there's fine. any way you can muster, yeah, if there's any way you can muster the energy, I'm certain it will be fun for you. And it usually is fun. Although <laughs> I did actually have to say no. Last Sunday was a pretty bad day. And I had to be like, just no, I'm not going to do it. And to, to again, to my extrovert friend's credit, she was like, all right, I get it. I'll talk to you on mm-hmm. Tuesday. 
So and and it is in my experience when I'm just not feeling it and I nothing sounds better than just being on the couch reading a book or something saying no to a big social event is like so cathartic yes <laughs> like, sometimes it's, that is the best thing but it's yeah. a, it's amazing feeling yes 100 <laughs> percent. well ben do you have any surprises that have stuck out in a positive way from last year um in terms of like what has caused me to feel surprise it's uh i i last year i was caught off guard multiple times by um different relationships that i found myself in in mm-hmm. both good and bad ways like because we're not are, are we just counting down our favorites is that is that what we're doing I, I think that's what we normally do, but okay. again, there are no rules, so yeah. you can bring up whatever defines your year. Absolutely, absolute anarchy. Um, but basically, <laughs> uh, there was a point, especially later on in the year, when I was like, kind of like putting my toes, dipping my toes back into the water, where I was genuinely caught off guard by the amount of um grace and gentleness i was being treated with in a romantic context, mm. and it was so surprising and like amazing and i you know not to go into any details but like i was surprised by like the amount of love that exists out in the world and the amount of positivity that you can experience even after pain you were surprised that people can be good i think this sounds like right like basically yeah that's awesome pretty cool that's really cool yeah because you always i think we are always so stuck in this news cycle of like everything is Mm -hmm. bad and the world is bad that going out and actually experiencing humans like the regular humans that exist day to day and everyone seems pretty great and it's like oh yeah shit and yeah like, everyone's great sincere <laughs> compassion and yeah. understanding that's that's good stuff that is, that's yeah, great it was, yeah. it was it was solid so yeah that's my biggest surprise <laughs> cool that's a good one well what's my surprise you ask hey well i'm not the host but hey steven what was your biggest surprise <laughs> thanks that makes it a lot easier for me <laughs> you're, you're, you're um, welcome so i think my biggest surprise <clears throat> is that in 2020 hmm, was it 2020 or 2021 oh. one of those years i met a game developer named zyba scott ah. who, who works on he, he works in his own company called pop cannibal he, he made kind words um and uh, uh that's his most popular game but um, he's made several other games as well i ended up interviewing him for our youtube series <clears throat> about game design and that was really cool i felt like we kind of hit it off and it was a a uh, really interesting conversation. Um, and so now I'm just going to suddenly skip to one or two years into the future. And I did not think that he would hire me and Brian to write and help co-produce, design, plan, and put out a video game for his company. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. And that's get paid awesome. for it. Um, that was a surprise uh you know it was really more of a game jam than a full game this is the thing we were referencing earlier that made cameron cry so you know it's quality Mm -hmm. um but we had like a month to say okay let's try this experiment zyba you want to learn how to like train uh sort of newbie game developers and walk them through the process and we want to learn how to make games so this is a good match so we did all the paperwork, we did all the planning, we had our meetings, we tried to hit our marks, uh, we attempted not to have crunch, and... Um, and ended up crunching anyway. Ended up <laughs> crunching, at, and like, finishing at midnight of the deadline, um, but it was an incredibly educational experience. I'm really proud of what we made. We just kind of turned it around at the end, uh, and we made a video game, like... We made an actual video game and got paid for it. 
and that's amazing i did not expect to do that that's when 2022 cool. started yeah that's super fun that sounds it, that sounds incredibly fun and cathartic. Uh, I'm actually like I'm jealous of the feeling you guys must. I don't know what it is about it, but the 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 the, the feeling of turning in homework at midnight and being like, <laughs> oh, that to me just sounds so enjoyable. I don't know. I don't know why that that seems weird, but I just I, that no, sounds you're awesome. Dead on. That's the part I like remember more than anything. Yeah, because <laughs> we were all there on Discord, just like d- doing those like last ditch efforts all working together to finish this thing where like Zyba, you know, he was in charge of like all the art and programming. So it's like, there was a lot on his plate. Um, and he's like implementing the final character and we're like, it just doesn't look right. Cause we have to use, you know, kind of gussied up free assets cause we don't have a budget. Right. Um, and it's like, this isn't working. And at the last second, I'm like, wait, Zyba, this character is technically a God that we're creating what if we just swap the character model out and just put in a static statue instead so we don't have to worry about animation oh my god the night before and it worked (laughs) the the periscope statue or whatever mm -hmm. was last minute last like two hours (laughs) oh my god we just threw that in there um and I, i guess i also should mention that i don't know if our listeners even know like what three scapes is but that's like the kind of fantasy world that brian and i created where we write stories and we got to make the game in that world so there's like an officially licensed three scapes video game now so it's pretty neat yeah that's really cool and your game your game was it was i love your guys's writing as usual i, I mean i would say 10% of the reason I, I'm friends with you guys is because your guys' writing is just always a blowing oh, away. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's crazy. And it, and it, it, the, the the tears I shed from that game were re, re incredibly... It, they were legit. They were... You guys touched me with the art and the storytelling and the music. Oh, but you guys, you guys made the music too, right? That was Brian. Yeah, he did Brian the music. Brian made the music. Yeah, you guys killed it. And it was very... And I also had this sense of like proud i was proud i was literally proud of you guys i was like holy crap my friends these are my friends they did this (laughs) i've i've been their friends for so long and they've made so many cool things and they just made a game that's so cool so yeah it was i was i felt similarly about your dreams game honestly i was like what the crap steven has been he made a game huh this is crazy (laughs) (laughs) i really Um, appreciate that yeah man that was very very cool uh yeah, it was an absolute highlight, and if 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 you do want to look it up and play it, it takes like I don't know, like ten minutes to finish. Yeah, it's, um, it's called the mysterious Mrs. Valentine. You can find it on uh, itch.io. Cool. Is it just like out there for free? Yep. That's amazing. I will I will add that to my list of things to do. I'm walking away with so many recommendations. I love this. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, let's move on then. Moving on, moving on. Do you guys have any music you really want to mention from the year? I do. I do, actually. Then yes. you should mention it right now. Um, uh, yes. Oh, I thought he said, Ben, you should mention it right now. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said, I, then. Yeah, yeah, no, my bad. I was like, right oh, now. okay, it just got pitched to me over the, right, over the top of Cameron. No, I go was ahead, waiting, Cameron. yeah. Um, so last summer me and brian were doing i wish he was still here for this me and brian were doing something with music and i was sending him some songs and he was sending me some songs Mm -hmm. and at one point he goes 
Hey, hey, camera. Do you listen to anything that's any any soft music? And I was like, mm-hmm. What do you mean? He's like, Well, everything you listen to is heavy metal <laughs> or super super hardcore rock. Or and I was like, Huh? And he was just kind of saying it in passing, and it and it stuck with me. It's still sticking with me. And I was like, You know what? You're right. I don't listen to anything chill. And so I. Well, first of all, I listened to Zelda and Chill a lot. Like, right. I listened to those albums probably 100 times each, all three of them. Wow. Um, I love them to death. But then I I moved on to some soft stuff that I knew. So I went to Ninja Sex Party, who are, are kind of soft. They're, 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 they're comedy, mm-hmm. but they're not heavy rock. And then I realized that Ninja Sex Party has a backing band who have their own music called TWRP. And they are these weird retro... 80 synth vibe rock band um, mm-hmm. that I have fallen in love with. Uh, Sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of their albums are very prog, which I don't actually like as much because I don't really like... Synthy prog is basically just jazz, and I hate jazz, so that doesn't really work. <laughs> but a couple of their newer albums are much more you know, organized and actually have like you know music in them because I hate... Jazz yeah, sucks. jazz isn't music, is what Cameron is saying. I, I will put that my stamp on that. Jazz is not music. I will, I will stand by that statement. Um, I know so many jazz players. I'm not, well, they I'm are not, not musicians. To... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they, they are just amazing. And I've, and I came to Brian and I was like, Brian, Brian, Brian. He was like, what? And I was like, look, look, look. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I'm listening to soft music. And he's like, oh, that really stuck with you then, huh? And I was like, yes, I yes, we yes. About that. Absolutely. But little things like that stick with me. And so I have spent this the hat the second half of the year diving into a little bit chiller music. And it's been very lovely. And I found That's my cool. I found my favorite happy place song of all time. Everyone should listen to it. It's called Synthesize Her. Wait, instead is it by the same band we it were is, talking about? It is, by okay. TWRP. I'm um, going to look it up It's I this episode. Probably, I, I discovered, I started listening to these guys like er, late November, and I probably heard this song a hundred times again. Like, yeah, I just, I love it. It's so good. Cool. That's really cool. I like that you're expanding your horizons, Cameron. Yes, I'm trying to, yes. Well, Ben, how about you? So I, uh, I use, I use a, uh, youtube music exclusively for listening to music and um i went ahead and just pulled up my rap because i was like what did i listen to this year turns out i listened to of course pirate music uh like, like, like <laughs> to be expected always always and forever but i also i found young gravy who is just uh this tall lanky uh white kid who sings disrespectful hip-hop <laughs> Um, and Wait, is he the, the guy who does the Hey Alexa, Hey Alexa yeah, How many how bitches many... can we fit inside the Tesla? Okay, yeah, yeah I actually him. know who this is Yes um, So I, uh, I, I turned out Turns out I listened to way more of him than I thought I did uh, I was in the top 0.2% of oh listeners my God. for him <laughs> That's um, crazy And so like that was uh, I, I, like, I discovered him this year and just fell all the way in Um his uh his number one claim to fame in almost all of his songs is he uh, he's a milf lover so like that's the that's the whole that's like one one of his <laughs> whole so you know you can trust him that's his oh yeah for yeah. sure yeah it's like part of his personality anyway that's it uh funny if you if you're interested in any of the music he uh uh he, the most recent one that he did was uh betty which is a riff on the rick roll song like never gonna give you up um oh, like, that's the like it, yeah. that's yeah that's the backing tune um and you know it's remixed for uh, it, you know disrespectful hip-hop and it's wonderful 
Cool. Is That's... disrespectful hip hop like an official genre that I'm unaware of? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Like, I like genuinely, I do. Like, I think, I, I think that that's like one of them. Okay. Well, I, I'll expand my horizons too. I suppose I prefer respectful. <laughs> yeah. No. Much. There's, there's definitely like, there's like deeper hip hop, but like disrespectful hip hop is like primarily about women and then the and uh, the relations therein. Ah. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. Well. Um, uh, hey Steven, my, hey Steven, uh, yes. what was your music t- thing of the stuff? Me? <laughs> I didn't think anyone would ask me. I just, I just am so considerate. I wanted to ask you. <laughs> well, um, I have two answers, but they're pretty quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> the first one is the latest post of the fall album is art. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that was last year, huh? Oh what shoot. What? That wasn't twenty twenty one, was it? I don't know. <laughs> I am well, questioning myself. I literally don't know. Uh, Poets of the Fall Poets new the fall. thing. It's called Ghost Light. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> who cares? It was probably last year. Um, but seriously, Poets of the Fall is one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. Uh, same with Brian. He was it was 2022. Here. Early. Okay, good. Uh, and this is maybe their best album. It's just the range of emotions is incredible. The production is incredible. Uh, I cannot recommend it more than i am at this moment um, it's it's as a as a person who has had their ups and downs with poets of the fall it is their best album <laughs> yeah, it's pretty like the final track like sincerely moved me and gave me chills yes oh that's very awesome good. very good powerful very stuff good. but the one other thing i wanted to mention is the thing that more defined my year of music is i've been embarking on this quest uh since the really probably mm, mid 2022 maybe a little later than that i've been trying to listen through my entire itunes uh library and rating every single song um, oh that's awesome by, oh that sounds like a harding thing you would do <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'm just going alphabetically and i made it through to the g's <laughs> it's oh taking gosh. a really long time wait are you are you like do you exclusively consume music through apple music um so or through itunes uh, yes, I only listen to music in my iTunes library, and I add stuff either from Apple Music or I buy stuff and import it into my library. Right. Okay. okay cool. So you do stream. You do stream music. You just add it to your library. That's the same yes. thing as streaming. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. But a lot of the stuff I have in there is like weird old video game soundtracks that I've downloaded, like sure, racing yeah. games from 1997. Um, and that's been really Super cool. Super Sonic Racing. Yeah, you got to keep your feet right on the ground. Yep. Um, <laughs> And one nice benefit of this is I'm also cleaning up my library as I go. So if hey, I listen to cool, an album yeah. and I'm like, I don't actually like this. I'll just delete it and move on. So when I'm done, I'm going to have a really nicely organized uh, library. That's we love that. Really fun, actually. Um, when I was younger, maybe like 20 years old and a little younger, I, I, had, I did the same thing. I had a huge MP3 collection. I still have them, but I haven't added anything to it because streaming ruined it. But I would do the same thing back then. iTunes used to let you do like star ratings, um, right? And yep. That's mm-hmm. what I would. I would spend the evening, you know, going through all my music, and yeah. starring everything, <laughs> and then to, you know, clean. I would clean. I would organize my MP3 collection. So I totally get that. That sounds really fun, actually. It's it's really fun, and also I do a lot of driving, like a lot of driving. Yeah. So me too. it's pretty helpful to have always have something to kind of like 
I don't know, feel productive about in a weird way while I'm commuting. So yeah, because you're you're accomplishing something while driving. Exactly. Like, you, yeah, you're, it's like you're I finished this slowly album. tracking towards that goal. I love that. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's it for music. Let's move on to the next category. Cameron, can you please tell me a gift you received that you enjoyed? Okay, Ben, is there a gift that you received that you enjoyed? Uh, actually, Stephen, I wanted you to tell me about the gift that I received uh, that I, I loved so much. I, I, oh, man, I, I just saw your eyes light up <laughs> when I sent you those... Uh, those socks you just love uh, them they were they, they were amazing they were my favorite socks what I've color ever were received. they again they were uh, like I, I thought they were like one of them was pink and white striped that, the other that's right i knew right. that was so bin when i saw it at walmart i just had to get it so you're the, welcome the, for that the individual one. the individual toes was a new thing i've had i've never had before but like <laughs> thank you so, thank you so much for that man it was a great new experience <laughs> 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 what, about, what, what about you steven what was your favorite gift that you received this year um i'm gonna save this one for later because it won't make sense until i talk about a different thing so let's do gift given camera do you have one i the truth of the matter is like it has to be something really special for me to care to tell anybody about it so like whatever so should I, I we don't... just skip gifts is that what we're getting this i'm year? skipping gifts like <laughs> ben do you agree with this uh, so I actually have a gift given I would really like oh, to talk about. Good. Okay, then please do. Um, so uh, one of my partners was in a uh, a in high school was in a version of uh, the Music Man, um, like mm-hmm. the the musical version, and she got sick before the performance and was not able to make it um or at least like one of the at least one of the performance and the the if you know the musical at all the guys uh, that were in the barbershop quartet called her and left her a voicemail so this is in high school uh, more than a decade ago um Mm -hmm. left her a voicemail basically inserting her name on like a parody of one of the the main songs good night lady uh good night ladies just saying like hey come back get better yada yada she told Mm -hmm. me that story and said and as she was telling me we were just out disc golfing she's like yeah i fully intended to listen to that every day for the rest of my life and accidentally deleted it so Ah. i i paid someone to recreate it and it was uh, one of the best gifts I've ever given, and it was wonderful. Aw, that's, that's so awesome! So good. I am something um, uh, of a hobbyist when it comes to giving gifts, and yeah. that just warms my heart. <laughs> good. Like, I was, love that idea. It felt so good to give. I was so excited about it. Like I was looking forward to it the whole time, and then like I got to do it. It was great. How was the payoff? Uh, she she bawled her eyes out. It was wonderful. Okay, okay good. <laughs> Only time it's okay to make somebody cry. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. also when you make a video game and give it to your oh, friend. Oh shoot! <laughs> a lot of crying tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it was a year. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, my gift given. I am not going to get into this because it's it's so so deep down the rabbit hole in jokes. But yes, I made a a present for Brian's birthday as usual. And yes, I did make another video game. <laughs> And it took me way too long, uh, and it's an absurdist um, parody on edutainment, and uh, it's very stupid. So I'm okay, proud okay. Of that. cool. Um, <laughs> you didn't let me play me... it or anything, did you? No, I can't no, I, okay. I, I couldn't even give it to you, Cameron. That's, that's, <laughs> that's how bad it is. That's um, uh, we got just a few more categories left as we're winding down for the night, and this time it's life change. Cameron, I feel like you kind of touched upon how your life has changed but is there any individual like 
element of your life that has, uh, I don't know, changed a lot in 2022? Yeah, I basically touched on it earlier. It's It, it was just a year of, of settling and getting things going and, and keep continuing to be happy with what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, a physical life change that I had was that I'm really into skating now. Uh, a, a side effect of my old friend coming back into my life, which uh-huh. is pretty cool. Um, I have been going skating at least every week for the past like two months now. Um, so, I mean, clarify what kind of skating are we talking about? Uh, um, underwater basket weaving skating. Um, oh, that's my favorite kind. You know, I hear that's a lot easier when you have the individual toes on the socks. Yes, Ben, you're actually going to be a shoe in for this this activity. Don't worry. Oh, I'm uh, man. I've added another thing to my list of friend recommendations. I'm so excited. This underwater be basket great. weaving skating. Um, rollerblading. Okay. At a rink and also at a skate park, funnily enough. I dropped in for the first time at a skate park, and I was very proud of myself. Wow, that is um, horrifying. It's like, I was, so scary, it dude. It is so scary. Well done. Thank you. I had helmet and knee pads and shoulder pads and arm guards and uh, wrist guards on. <laughs> okay, and Cameron, you, And you still almost died. And I still could have died <laughs> yes. in a heartbeat, yes. I, I, if you could just possibly record this next time... I will make a music video put to Jet Set Radio music, <laughs> and it's going to be so cool. I think I have a little video of, of me, like one of the first days of me going over a little baby hump, being so <laughs> proud of it. So I will send that to you. Please, yes. Okay, that's great. <laughs> cool. Uh, so yeah, that was like, that really was a smaller neat. thing, but it, it, it's I've been continuing to try to be as active as I possibly can, and I, I have yeah. fallen, since 2021, I have fallen off. Like I went so hard in 2021. Um, and I have fallen off my exercise a, a decent amount, but I am still doing it as much as I possibly can. And skating has been a really nice, like two, you know, you skate for two hours when you go to the skating rink. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, a long time to exercise, you know? So it's been good. It's been good. How about you, Ben? Uh, what was it? Life change? Life change. Any? Uh, I guess like just, wanna... just, just moving, just moving to here, like moving to Charlottesville, being in a new place. It's yeah. been really, it's been really nice. Uh, I like this is the first time I've de- decorated a room on my own as an adult ever, um, <laughs> and nice. it is like I've created this amazing Zen space that brings me like I cannot dis- effectively describe how much joy this like space that I'm in brings me. Um, so yeah, basically just that. What about you, Steven? I, I I respond very powerfully to my environment, and so mm. I totally feel you on that. Um, life change i think well i might say that it's not my life change but it's my parents life change because after living in the same house for over 20 years they moved recently uh and so that i basically see that as my childhood house i moved that and moved in there when i was nine and i lived there for many years um through college because you were 29 yeah honestly yeah because i worked from there i did college from there i was homeschooled from that house um and they finally moved because the area has been getting clear cut and has uh, just generally taken a downward trend over the past five years especially um and i've just been talking up where i live so much now that they moved five minutes from us oh <laughs> so, that's awesome that's very and cool. uh it took a really long time to find uh, the right house and it's been kind of a, a rough transition for a lot of different life reasons from the, our family dog passing away from it just being hard to leave you know the, the old homestead um but uh 
nevertheless, it's changed a lot of stuff here because now our mom can help us with the business directly because she's much closer and their new house is just, just awesome. It's perfect for us to have like our family dinners that we do every Sunday. Uh, and that has just significantly changed our family's sort of flow. And, uh, um, like my dad always had this place he would walk down in their old house um not a lot of walking trails in that part of houston like i said getting very clear cut but he had this one and he's like man i don't want to move i like this place so much and i'm like dad do you realize where you're moving there are two giant nature preserves to the north and south and you just move and so now he has like a new routine he's like this is great (laughs) oh that's awesome so i thought that was cool but anyway i said i might pick that and uh I i weighed it in my mind and ultimately, I think I won't because the bigger life change for me was getting an air fryer. Dude! Um, <laughs> yes! Yes! This air fryer has changed my life. It's the best thing I've it's ever witchcraft. received as a gift. It's, it is, it's witchcraft, but the good kind, it, it, you can make anything in it. You want to make salmon? Anything. Done. Beautiful. Yeah. You want to make vegetables? Yeah. Done. Sweet potato fries? Done. Yeah. Eggs. Chicken wings? Done. Eggs. Ramen? I've literally made ramen in it. I haven't done that yet. You can do it. Thing. It's weird, but Cameron, you can do it. <laughs> Cameron, if I ever need a hype man, I'm I'm paying you. <laughs> oh, that was that was beautiful to hear. It was <laughs> Stephen. Mention a thing, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen, mention a thing. Yeah, that too. And you take some more of that. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I just. Loved that. But he's so right. He's so right, <laughs> dude. Air fryers. I have revolutionized my revolutionized my life, and I'm not even exaggerating. This is my life. This is my life change right here. I forget, but I forgot about the air fryer. I use it. I've used it twice today already. I used it yesterday twice. Like it's just, it's ovens suck. Yeah, <laughs> Microwaves suck. Who everything cares? Everything but soup in the air fryer. And you could warm up soup in the air fryer you if you want warm up soup and no one can stop you exactly it's, and no one can stop i love that so <laughs> easy it's so fast cleaning it takes no time yep the the first day i got it i'm like well i guess i'll put some spices on these chicken wings and just see what happens 10 minutes later restaurant style crispy chicken wings on my plate perfectly crispy but perfectly Perfect, juicy on the outside. Like mm-hmm. I put just some gross, nasty frozen slabs of of white Chinese bread fish in there, mm-hmm. and I just threw a bunch of seasonings on it. And I was like, "This is gonna be." Bleh. It was literally perfectly flaky fish <laughs> that was so good. I was like, "I was." That was the night I was. I started calling it witchcraft. It's unbelievable. I can't. And it, I, have, I have been like this for months to the yes. point where speaking of my parents they finally got an air fryer yes <laughs> so i'm spreading it across the world so good that's my life change um and before we finish off with learning experience the super special steven award i'm going to insert here a creative project um do you guys have anything you want to add or should i just do my thing do I mean, your I, thing bro i actually have i i want to say I, I didn't do a lot of creative stuff because my creative talents right now are being wasted with the fact that i have a, a perpetual sore throat for three years yeah. um mayala is my creative project of the year <gasps> okay well this that's mine too okay so. <laughs> no Mayala's my creation steven come on <laughs> Oh, did I not tell you about the fine print? Ooh. Oh, yeah, you own so everything licensing, now. I'm putting it on t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? That's going to be my gift received, is the the, the portrait of Mayala you sent me with the oh, wonderful, sorry, right. that Boswalt sent me uh, with the lovely note <laughs> attached to it. That was that was lovely, and I was not expecting it at all, and that was so, well, super cool. you're very welcome, Cameron. I, okay, 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 hold on. Let's back up a second. No. 
I'm going to back up a second, and you can't stop me. Okay. Because you're in a different state. Um, yes. We're talking about Threescapes Atlas. Um, it is a tabletop role-playing game that I made up in 2022, and it takes place in the Threescapes world as referenced before. So this is something that I've wanted to do in the back of my mind for years and years, is create like an ongoing uh, narrative in sort of a... I guess D&D adjacent world and Cameron had been telling me about all the D&D he was playing I think we talked about it on the pod cast and uh I don't know if it was on air or off air but he got me really excited about it and he was basically encouraging me to try it myself because uh, Cameron remember you were like you'd be really good at this you should yes, like absolutely. run a campaign and I'm like you know what this is the time I can just sometimes I just get the spidey sense. I'm like, this is it. This is the time to do it. <laughs> so I made up my own rule set and thought about how I'd want like the world of threescapes to be reflected like in a game. And I really wanted to be very rules light and I wanted to get the right people on board. And so Cameron was like the first person I brought on and um, uh, he kind of helped me like uh, brainstorm the mechanics. And then I also invited uh, a friend from one of our Threescapes audio dramas. Um, she does one of the leads' voices, and she was she's also kind of a creative person herself. So I brought her on board. And then, speaking of surprises, who else joined but Pop Cannibal's own Zyba Scott, <laughs> who I had interviewed previously, barely knew the guy. And I'm like, you want to do make-believe pretend adventures with me and my friends? And he said, okay. Uh and so we set off on our voyage and started telling stories. And it was immediately so fun. I was really nervous on that first episode. Oh, um, yeah. Super stressed. Even, even I was. Yes. Cameron was also nervous. I Nobody knew each other, really, except, you know, I knew everybody, but everyone else was being introduced. And, you know, would the characters bounce off each other well? And how would the flow work? And that first episode was just like felt like a tv show like it's just like this this works this this is good chemistry we're all learning how how this clicks together and mm -hmm. uh since then we've done 21 episodes and it's one of my favorite creative projects i've ever done uh and i'm looking forward to season two which we're going to start as soon as we can yeah yeah i i really enjoyed i really enjoyed that experience and it's very interesting to me because you're right i don't know zyba or i don't know if she wants her name said um, yeah, T Tanya. Tanya, okay, it. got it. Uh, I, I, did, I don't know them. And so I still don't really know how much of um, <laughs> mm -hmm. Conifer is Tanya and how much of um, Thedo. Uh, Thedo is Zyva. I have no idea. I, I don't know You're if right. that's just them being them or if that's them playing characters. It's it's because, you know, the only time I've ever played D&D &D is with close friends. And yeah. so I know if they're acting or if they're actually angry or if they're or actually joking or, you know, I know, I know their nuances. they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and they didn't know me either. And so, I mean, you know, whoever doesn't know me gets a shock when I start to really lay into certain <laughs> things, you know, uh -huh. that happened the other day. Actually, I was hanging out with my cousin's friends who don't really know me. And I started to get really impassioned about something. And someone goes, wow, Cameron, you sound like a sitcom. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that about works. <laughs> but it was just that it was a very weird dynamic that somehow yeah. worked really well um and so yeah very very yeah. fun I'm, and of course you are an amazing storyteller and uh some of the moments well, from you. that are gonna stick with me forever it was so much fun the 
And so, and yeah, Cameron, you haven't been here for all 21 episodes. At some point, you and your character left. Um, and the the uh, episode when Mayala left the show is like probably my highlight. Like that whole scene that we set up mm-hmm. where she disappears, it was just... I swear that could just be the stinger of the season cap of yep. some TV show. It was so good that Brian thought we scripted it. <laughs> no, <we just laughs> Which is a huge compliment. Thing. Like, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, when you're using role-playing as a storytelling device, like, that's the number one compliment. I love that. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. really fun. He's literally like, you guys, I thought you wrote that. I thought that was scripted. Like, I didn't know what he was going to do. It worked out perfectly. Yeah, I told you nothing. But. And the also my the intro to Mayala where I did that crazy scene of the very subtle scene of her skipping the paper across the across the room and then lighting it on a fire. I also was very proud of that. Like there was a lot of mm-hmm. moments that I was very proud of that um, and very proud of the group as well. It was just a really positive experience. Yeah, I'm very glad you you think so. It could have gone wrong in so many ways, but I really think I think everyone has gotten something out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Any anything else you wanted to mention about Myall specifically, since she was your creative project of the year? She, I just I fell into her her role so well. Like I, I had another character that I was playing with my other D and D group named Ash, and she was fun. But I never really apparently I played a lot of women. She was never really I never really connected with Ash. But mm-hmm. I connected with Mayala about, I don't know, five episodes into into Threescapes Atlas. I suddenly was like, oh, like her personality made sense to me and what I was mm-hmm. going for. And, and then I was really able to lay into it and just really be Mayala when I was on the mic. And it was and, and no longer Cameron. Um, actually, it was the point where Conifer fell into the water and Mayala did not go after her. Because she's too scared of the water, right? And I was like, that was the moment I I, I learned who who Mayala is. She is this person who with actual different wants and needs than what I believe, and that's when that's when she became real to me. Very cool. That's really interesting. Uh, like in a moment of of stress, you're like, oh, Mayala wants to do this. I just kind of inherently know that now. Yeah, and not what Cameron wants. Cameron would right. jump in and be the hero. And it's like, no, uh-huh. she's scared as shit, and she doesn't want to move. Um, that's so, really interesting wow very yep. cool Cameron. well I'm, I'm glad you brought so much uh to to the game it would not have been the same without you kickstarting it so well, thank you and i i plan on returning at some point whether yes. or not that's with my other or not who knows but that's very exciting yes um but okay creative project time is over unless ben you had something to add i didn't know if you had something no i'm good all right well then let's finish off our episode with a learning experience This is, I don't know, something that the year taught us. It could be absolutely anything. Cameron, would you like to begin? Sure. Um, I didn't, I didn't really have like an aha eureka moment of learning experience this past year. Um, Mm -hmm. I well, I guess it depends on what how you define learning. I learned that I was happy with a certain decision, a certain part of my life that I, um that i that i've been able to stick with and be happy with uh so i guess that's a learning experience i mm-hmm. learned that i am happy being alone um i uh-huh. learned that i am okay without being in a romantic relationship um that that's important yes yes it is it is because you know you have longings for another human being to be intimately close to you in your life you know mm-hmm. most people most, most people have that and i 
I felt that for years and years and years until I realized that there's so many good things about being a single and being having your own personal life apart from everybody else. Mm-hmm. I I was okay with staying that way. Um, and I've struggled with that for a long time. And this past year, I don't remember exactly when, but at some point I said to myself, uh, yes, I might have moments of loneliness and moments of unhappiness where I wish that somebody would be closer to me in a relationship. But it does not weigh how happy I am to be single and to be in mm-hmm. my own world. And I have, that's what I learned. I learned that I'm okay with that. And that could change overnight. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not um, naive enough to believe that this is a lifelong thing. I can meet somebody tomorrow who's the perfect person in the universe for me. Or mm-hmm. I could never meet somebody ever, literally. And I would be okay with either one of those options. That's where I'm at right now. I'm okay with that in any direction it goes. And uh, yeah. I was pretty pleased with that, with it myself for that. Well, you know, from my perspective as someone who's <clears throat> pretty similar to your personality in this, to this extent, mm-hmm. um, I feel that if you did meet the perfect person for you in every possible way tomorrow morning, that you would have a healthier relationship with that person <laughs> after having accepted and uh, decided that you were comfortable <clears throat> being by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, then that's fair. it's like you're not. You don't need something. You're not. You're not um, trying to fill a hole. Using them to fill a hole. Only trying to fill a hole. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're you're already you know content and comfortable with yourself. And like I think that's where everything's got to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yep. And it's never going to be totally complete. But I think that's a pretty cool step. Camera, yeah, so. and it goes with the contentment that I've talked about earlier in this episode that mm-hmm. I feel. I could good a good amount of contentment right now, and part of that contentment is being content, being alone, um, and trying to not to make it, trying to push against the stigma. Like I don't even like the idea of a relationship; it's a stupid concept. Like get, get out of my mm-hmm. bed, a random other person. I want to <laughs> sleep. Like go away. <laughs> so get out of my, I love that. <laughs> well, I mean seriously, like right, like I'm trying to sleep, and there's this no, other human it. body like being all up in my grill. So like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm very I, weird. In that personal way. space is important to me too, Cameron. <laughs> I, I respect this. Um, see, I see. Well, I have a I have an open door policy when it comes to my bed. <laughs> well, that's good to know. That's good to know, Ben. That sounds like my waking nightmare. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So, well, Ben, you kind of already talked about some things that you took away from last year. Uh, is there is there anything else you wanted to add, or should I go and do my thing? Uh, go ahead and do your thing, man. All right. Well, uh, I I also don't have like a a anything pithy or particularly wise to say. I think twenty twenty two was very much a year where I did a lot of things and I felt like myself through a lot of the year. Um, That's a it, really good way to put it. It's a it's and it's a really good feeling too. Like I. And not trying to fix anything through a lot of 2022. Like, I made a ton of projects. Like, I literally made two different video games and a tabletop role-playing game. And I worked super hard at my job. And I played a ton of video games that I really liked. Um, So I think what I'm taking from that year... And in the midst of all that, I guess I should mention that through, like, the people in my life... A lot of the closest people in my life had very, very difficult years. And I found myself 
in the uncommon position of instead of being the local weirdo who just does his own thing and pops his head in waiting for the, all of his <laughs> close friends to just make sure everything runs on time and fixes all the problems, I was the one kind of holding things together in mm -hmm. different friends and family groups. Um, so that being the case, I'm like, I know this isn't going to last forever. Like, I can't keep being this productive and this happy <laughs> without putting a, you know, like a strain on myself. <clears throat> so I guess kind of what I'm taking away is in 2023, I'm going to try to do less, but those things I choose, I'm really going to try to get back to the source of the things I know are going to kind of nourish me. Like mm -hmm, I'm going to mm -hmm. try to write the stories that I know are going to be important to me. And if I make another game, it's probably just going to be one and it's going to be something that is meaningful. And I'm going to try to tone it down a little bit and really connect with my roots because I don't want to become disconnected. I know that could happen if mm -hmm. I keep s spinning my wheels and going this fast. So you're going to do, do less, but do better. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really am hoping to make the things I do in 2023 meaningful. Uh, and I don't a hundred percent know what that's going to look like, but that's kind of my goal. Yeah. That's a good goal. And I think you told me, you told me in earnest at one point that you were going to write a new disembodied voices uh, drama, so I'm expecting to see that. Um, <laughs> okay, actually, I think I think you even happen. said in like March the first. I think you said that. So, oh, did I write it down and sign it too? <laughs> um, give me a day, and yes, you did. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, that's a very good goal, Stephen. Maybe and that'll be a Christmas miracle. Who knows? Th that's what that's what the new one's called, isn't it? Christmas miracle. <laughs> uh, Can I give it to an AI? Yeah, no, actually, no, <laughs> you cannot, because you tried that and it was terrible. Yeah, it didn't it's, work so well. That's a very good goal, and that's honestly kind of similar to what my goal is this next year as well. So I, okay. I can relate. It's just going to be very much like I want to continue on the path where I'm at. I, because well, I'm not, you know, when when things are good, you're not coasting, because coasting almost is a negative connotation. Right. Yeah. I, but I am coasting in a good way, and I want to continue to do the things I love to do and do more of them, even. Um. I'm playing a JRPG right now, and it's very weird. Hmm. Uh, so, like, but, I, but I'm enjoying like it. That's a good start. To, oh, okay. no, 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 I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's good. It's a good thing. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, you know, Ben, your, your kind of goal for the year is actually not that different either. Like, healing? Like, that's, yeah. like, adjacent to exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I'm here for it. I, I love that. I love the... Uh, Oh, what is it? The, I guess, gentle maturity that comes with age that this podcast has shown. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a good point. I bet if you listen to, like, us doing this six years ago or something, it would have been very different. One of the episodes <laughs> is literally called Yelling As Loud As We Can Contest, in which I yell as loud as I can. It, that was one of my favorites back in the day. I, it was a great one. <laughs> that was even... That, I, I, was, I was ridiculous back then. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Like, part of what this means for me is I want to get back to that kind of stuff. Like, I want to yell as loud as I can with you guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is that is nourishing to me. Yes. Like, 2022 was also, in many ways, a very somber year. Like, there was a lot of introspection going on. So I totally want <laughs> to I will tell you right now. as loudly as I can. The way, to, the way to feel that magic again is to hang out with younger people. And I've been doing that because I've been hanging out with oh. my cousin's crowd of friends is like 19 to 22 or something. And See, I've just been hanging out with older people. <laughs> they bring it out of you, dude. Especially when they're a group of, of, group of younger people who are, 
who are accepting they, they, they don't they, you know they're not going to be like Cameron's using the new the new slang and that's 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 mm-hmm. pretty cringe they don't care they don't care and it was one of it, they 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 are love they love having me around I hope I think they do and I love hanging out with them and it's been really fun um, to hang out with the young, that's a younger cool. crowd it, it makes me remember that I was an idiot teenager at one point too and it's awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. and I mean we all know that idiot teenager is is your true soul. I so, mean, as yes. Long as you need to keep connecting to the source. Literally, yes. I, I hope I never change. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, I think that's going to end our episode. Um, Go, Stephen. Keep on saying things. Oh, oh, yeah. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. And another look back to another year. I hope everyone out there has a good 2023. I, I just can't do it, Cameron. You have to shut up, please. <laughs> and I would also like to put a call out for any of our listeners. Specifically, I'm targeting Edgar Allen. Um, please do write in the comments if you have any answers to these questions for yourself i'd like to hear how your 2022 was yes please that would be great uh and with that we shall vanish into the night thank you cameron so much for supporting my um hosting tonight i am no you are very welcome (laughs) what's wrong (laughs) and you are very welcome and thank you for for showing up as well you're welcome shout out to brian who's not here um contrary to popular belief he also had a year (laughs) so maybe (laughs) we'll talk about that in the future perfect um and we'll see everybody next month bye bye bye